Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Pop culture has touted Elon Musk as some sort of eccentric heavyweight genius with humble beginnings. But this is demonstrably false. Elon Musk was born in South Africa, where he claims he grew up extremely poor, but his family owned an emerald mine. As a teenager, Elon would trade emeralds for cash in New York City, and his father bragged how they had so much money we couldn't even close our safe. Musk claims to have had about $100,000 of student loan debt, but he received a full scholarship to the University of Pennsylvania where he bought a 10-bedroom frat house with his friend Adeo Resi and ran an illegal nightclub. The pop culture claim is that Elon has an IQ of 155, but this has never been tested. And after being accepted into Stanford for PhD studies, he dropped out after two days. After dropping out, Elon began his first business venture with his brother Kimball, Zip2, which was essentially a digital version of the Yellow Pages. The brothers received tens of thousands of dollars from their parents, and yet Elon denies this. An associate of Elon's father, Greg Curry, got involved to bring in investors. But Elon's code was no good, so they had to hire on professional coders to rewrite everything. Zip2 was then sold for $307 million to Compaq, who later shut it down without ever earning a profit. Elon made $22 million, bought a $1 million McLaren F1 supercar, which made mainstream news before he totaled the uninsured vehicle. Musk then went on to create an online bank, X.com. He partnered with banking expert Harris Fricker, Edward Ho, and Christopher Payne. All three ended up leaving the company after accusing Elon of lying to the media about the quality of their product. Elon claims he founded PayPal. Before the company was named PayPal, it was known as Confinity. It was founded in 1998 by Peter Thiel and Max Levchin. After losing millions of dollars, Elon's X.com was bought by Confinity in a merger in 2000. All Musk contributed at Confinity was his own power struggle. He made himself CEO and pushed to change the name to X.com. The executive team successfully petitioned to fire Musk while he was away on vacation. Part of Musk's resignation agreement stipulated that all references to founders of the company will be removed from their website, allowing Elon to claim credit, which so far is all he has ever achieved. Peter Thiel then rebranded the company as PayPal, went public, and sold to eBay for $1.5 billion. Elon made $180 million from the deal, which he then invested into Tesla, SpaceX, and failed company SolarCity. Elon falsely claims to be the founder of Tesla. Tesla was founded in 2003 by Mark Tarpening and Martin Eberhard, who developed the Tesla Roadster. When Tesla Motors began looking for venture capital, they approached Elon Musk, who had the fake credibility as PayPal's co-founder. Musk joined with the condition that he be named chairman of the board. In emails, Musk was upset that the media was not giving him credit for Tesla Motors and went after Martin Eberhard replacing him as CEO. 
He then forced Eberhard out of the company and rewrote the company's history to have himself listed as an original co-founder. Martin Eberhard, the man behind the Tesla Roadster, was promised the first Roadster off the assembly line. But Musk screwed him over on that as well and sent that car into space. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake, honestly. (laughs) So who is Elon Musk? Elon describes his father as being an evil, abusive man. His father, Errol Musk, has been accused of being a pedophile and fathered a child with his stepdaughter, who is 42 years younger than him. This spoiled, narcissistic boy. All right, folks, this video is from about a year ago, June 2021. You can still find and share it at band.video. It is a Reese report. Maybe you shouldn't be so enamored with elite Elon Musk. Maybe we need to have a little bit of skepticism in this. That being said, we're still going to laugh at the liberals melting down over his purchase of Twitter. Stay tuned. Daily Dispatch on the other side. A bunch of clips. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. You're watching us on band.video and infowars.com. Very glad you're here this morning. I was worried because the big news of today broke yesterday, basically as soon as our show was over. Like the minute our show was over. The big news about Elon Musk buying Twitter broke, and so I was worried that it would be old news here nearly 24 hours later. But nope, it's the only thing anybody is talking about, so we'll talk about it as well. And yes, we will be mocking the leftist meltdown, but more importantly, we'll be pointing out how this leftist meltdown isn't really them worried about not being able to express themselves anymore, but it's about them acknowledging tacitly quietly the fact that they have been manipulating twitter for the last five years and they understand exactly how powerful their control over that platform was in turning their ideas into political will so we'll get into all of that and more but let's begin today as we do every day with our daily dispatch all right here it is folks your daily dispatch for tuesday the 26th of april 2022 from the post-millennial, it's official, Elon Musk buys Twitter. Twitter has reached a deal with the Tesla and SpaceX CEO, Elon Musk, to buy out the platform for $44 billion. After the deal was announced, Twitter stock stopped trading. According to the Wall Street Journal, Twitter and Musk have reached a deal, which gives Musk total control of the company. Musk released a statement saying, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future humanity future of humanity are debated i want to make twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features making the algorithm open source to increase trust defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans well this is obviously an existential threat to free speech clearly this is this is just just awful how dare he say such things uh no it's definitely a positive move and like tucker carlson said yesterday we'll play a clip from him He said uh, Musk's purchase of Twitter is the single biggest political development since Donald Trump's election in 2016. And that does that is a little bit how it feels, isn't it? Like like the feeling when Trump won the election in 2016, that feeling of, oh, my God, it actually happened. Things are actually turning around. 
Remember how that solved everything? Remember how when Donald Trump got elected, everything got so much better and we didn't have to worry about anything anymore and that all of our dreams were fulfilled and that the, the leftist understood, OK, we've been beaten here, you know, better just to quietly and respectively concede to the victors. Remember how that happened? Remember how they totally didn't go absolutely insane and double down on all of their madness? No, we're about to see a full on madness onslaught from everybody from the mainstream media to the political operatives and uh we'll we'll cover all that a little bit later but moving on for now to our next story biden administration temporarily blocked from lifting title 42 another victory folks this might be a record two pieces of good news in a daily dispatch this is unprecedented the lawsuit was first filed by missouri louisiana arizona in the u.s district court in louisiana And they have now obtained a temporary restraining order Monday that blocks the Biden administration from lifting Title 42, a public health order that has expedited the expulsion of immigrants since March 2020. So, yes, we have obtained a temporary hold on the absolute collapse of the border. The border is collapsed, but this is just it's like a dam that's the water is spilling over and around the dam and the dam is cracked and crumbling But uh, we have, at least for the time being, placed, you know, a young child in front of the dam to try to hold it up for just a little bit longer. We'll see how that goes. Meanwhile, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has signed an election integrity bill dedicated to voter fraud prevention. It makes it makes ballast harvesting a felony, which, thank God, why is Florida the only state ever doing stuff like this? It's almost like every week. There's one or two new things that Ron DeSantis does that while it's amazing that he's doing it, it's also illustrates how utterly worthless the rest of the state's governments are. Whether it's the uh, don't say gay child grooming bill or this bill about election integrity, it's just common sense, normal things that any functioning first world society should have in place. But for some reason, Ron DeSantis is the only American governor capable of pulling this stuff off so so as a texan i feel jealous moving on to the war in ukraine russia's lavrov warns a real danger of world war three russian foreign minister sergey lavrov said monday that uh, peace talks with ukraine would continue while warning there was a real danger of world war three speaking to russian news agencies he criticized kiev's approach in the talks adding goodwill has its limits but if this isn't reciprocal we that doesn't help the negotiation process but we are continuing to engage in negotiations with the team delegated by Zelensky, and these contacts will go on but lavrov accused former actor Zelensky of pretending to negotiate he's a good actor he said But if you watch attentively and read attentively what he says, you'll find a thousand contradictions. Given the current tensions, Lavrov said the danger of World War III was real, saying the danger is serious. It's real. You cannot underestimate it, Lavrov told the Interfax News Agency. Of the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, he said he was confident everything will, of course, finish with the signing of an accord. But the parameters of this accord will be defined by the state fighting, and that will have taken place the moment the accord becomes reality. And again, we'll get more into that a little bit later. As, yes, the threat of World War III and the conflict, open war between NATO and Russia may have already begun. And we'll tell you about that later. 
And finally, finishing our daily dispatch in China, Beijing, COVID-19 spike prompts mass testing and panic buying. China is already trying to contain a wave of infections in its largest city, Shanghai, which has been almost entirely locked down for weeks and reported 51 new COVID-19 deaths on Monday. Shanghai has struggled to provide fresh food to those confined at home, while patients have reported trouble accessing non-COVID medical care and the rising cases of the capital uh, triggered fears of a similar lockdown. Beijing's... uh, Downtown Beijing's biggest district, Chaoyang, home to about 3.5 million people, ordered mass testing from Monday for residents and those coming to work there. The area hosts embassies and headquarters of many multinational forms. Queues snaked around malls and office and outside office complexes on Monday as people waited to be swabbed for samples by healthcare workers in protective gear. Kind of like exactly what happened at the beginning of Shanghai. You know, if you want to head off a pandemic sweeping through a city center. Uh, this is just me speculating here. Maybe, maybe getting everybody in the city to go cluster close together to get a test is uh, completely counterproductive and moronic and actually contributing to the spread of COVID. I'm no doctor, but, you know, just on my basic layman understanding of diseases, if you want people to not get the disease, you don't force them all to gather in exactly the same place for extended periods of time waiting in line with one another for hours on end waiting to get a test are these people stupid or is this on purpose it's a question that runs through my head continuously as i read the news and uh it's just ridiculous and we'll get into more of that a little bit later as well uh that's it for our daily dispatch coming up on today's show we have a lot of political news we have uh, a lot of videos to show you in the next segment we'll be showing you The absolute meltdowns that are happening over Elon Musk buying Twitter and how it reveals how the leftists really feel about free speech and control of the public square, if you will. Uh, We have a bunch of other videos as well. We'll be talking about the Neuralink implant that uh, Elon Musk is, of course, a champion of. And Klaus Schwab is extremely excited about having wireless connection to your brain and he's quite open about this, talking about it with uh, Sergey whatever from Google. We'll show you that video from the World Economic Forum. We'll also show you how this type of technology is put into action already as scientists use remote control, things like the Wii remote from Nintendo Wii to wirelessly control the actions of living beings. It's horrific and insane. Unless you're Klaus Schwab, in which case it's just the inevitable progress of human beings. We will have a chip in your brain through which we can control you, and your wrong thoughts will be eliminated by our algorithm. It's horrific, creepy, satanic, and the end of humanity, and it's coming unless we stand up and stop it right now. Stay with us, Infowars.com, Band.video. Support us at Infowarsstore.com in this fight for the you human beings. Nothing. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lives. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. 
And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist-controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario, and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into InfoWars.com, because truth is absolutely paramount. I never compromise the quality of ingredients we put in InfoWars Life products. And that's why for more than two years, we've been sold out of Ultimate Bone Broth. And we could never get the ingredients again until now. And we have reformulated and not just used the same ingredients. We've boosted it and made them even stronger. So out of all the bone broths out there, I'm telling you, this is next level. Listen to what it's got in it. Cutting edge chicken bone broth protein isolate powder for better flavor and dissolvability. It's got turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other amazing known berries that turbocharge your body with antioxidants. And then it's got a bunch of other incredible things like magnesium, potassium, and sodium added. I mean, this sucker has got everything for your electrolytes. It's got real organic cocoa butter powder with natural chocolate flavor and a touch of sea salt, and it just goes on and on. It is now back in stock. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, available at 20% off and free shipping out of the gates at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. Hey, Eli, I see that you becoming a phenom. People putting faith in you like you someone to lean on. Know you were hoping this was one of those happy theme songs, but it's not. It's not something could seem right, but be wrong. But AI fight for free speech too. I paid everything on the line for it. How about you? You playing it by Twitter? Okay. I hope that goes through because then there's no more memes. It's about what you can do when you restore everyone's accounts. I'm gonna show you Alex Jones, all of the people that believed in Cuba, now they gone. People bad for saying things that fact checker said was wrong, but ended up mainstream news. It was true all along. Hey, Elon, got a few questions and that's it. Can be for free speech and have hate speech rules. You gotta pick. Are you still on the team of the Elise or have you switched? When you pitting first the people at AI, you gotta pick. Hey, Elon. The people of AI, you gotta pick a line. Got a few questions and that's it, hey line. This is the God of the world and you gon' pick a line. Hey. Hey, hey, Elon, I got some questions. Something ain't right. Used to wait for years to have you giving yourself over to Christ. You so social, this is just trying to gain fans on the right. Cause in the end, we gon' be the ones that's paying the price. Hey, Elon, what's up with Neuralink? Has anything changed? Are you still trying to put chips up in everyone's brains? I know that health benefits that you so quick to claim. But I heard you say it's the information we can attain. Hey, Elon, that sound like great wonders to me. I write just to criticize you when people coming from me. I know you can change and that's what I wanted to be. But I'm not a type to agree with somebody just to agree, that's how I get to Christ, that's how I Revelation 13, was explaining to me, how it's not exactly what it seemed, and I'm willing to listen to Elon, I ain't trying to be mean, but it sounds like you try to play like you the king of kings, you said that we should stop fighting AI and mix with it, and you said it on Joe Rogan podcast, it was explicit, I know, you think if we can beat them, then just get with it, I picked the people of America first, I'm like Nick with it, it's just my concerns, I hope you understand, I've seen Christians leave God just to put their faith in man, they're gonna say that God can use anybody for his plan, and just to fight why you so desperate. To get the upper hand, A-Line Not personal, I just care about the people, A-Line Either a hero or the villain You good or you evil
As Bryson Gray, Elon Musk rap released the same day as Mogul buys Twitter. Absolutely genius stuff from Bryson Gray. You can find that video at Infowars.com. He makes a lot of good points. And I think we've all just been burned a few too many times to just have full faith and trust in somebody that seems to at least be somewhat on our side. But it's kind of like I guess we we take what we can get these days, and if nothing else, it causes absolute madness in our opponents. To me, the the real thing is Elon Musk is not the only rich dude, right? He's not the only billionaire. I just I wonder if the other billionaires see the way that Elon Musk is revered by people on the right, and if they don't have just a slight twinge of uh, jealousy. And if they don't understand, like, wow, all I have to do is just be moderately pro-free speech. All I have to do is just occasionally express my support for basic American values, and I will have the undying loyalty of these desperate people who who just want to be left alone, who just want the people in power not to actively and openly despise them uh, and – they there's there's none of them right jeff bezos bill gates like we don't hate these people because they're rich we don't hate these people because they're successful because they you know are just are just living their lives we hate them because they are constantly engaged in actions whose entire purpose is to depopulate the planet and destroy our freedoms if they would just stop doing that we would have no problem with them and if they would instead actually spend their wealth in positive ways that actually benefit and uplift humanity what couldn't we achieve together and elon musk seems to be the only billionaire other than donald trump to actually recognize and support the uh, american people in our desperation for somebody with power not to be actively trying to destroy us so it's interesting. I just I, I wonder why other billionaires you know don't realize, even if it's just f- out of sheer greed, how they could maximize their profits by just coming out and going, you know, I'm, I actually kind of like free speech. I actually am in favor of the fundamental morality of this country that that made our nation great. It's really not that hard of a thing to support, but. Apparently, he's the only one willing to do it, and so we have to take what we can get. Beggars, I guess you could say, don't uh, can't be choosers. But yes, it is official. Twitter has reached a deal with Elon Musk. He has bought the platform for $44 billion, and he gives Musk, what they say, total control of the company. And of course, Post Millennial reports, Twitter employees, quote, go absolutely insane after, buying, after Elon Musk buys the company. Uh, fact check here. No, Twitter, employee, Twitter employees did not go insane after Elon Musk buys the company. They were already insane. They were already completely and absolutely insane. This is just another excuse for them to vent their madness. A Twitter employee source reached out to the New York Times reporter Talman Smith to express how unsure they were about the future of the company and their role in it saying, I feel like he's this petulant little boy and he's doing this troll. He doesn't know anything about our policies and what we do. His statement about our algorithm was effing insane and we're just going to let everyone run amok. Nobody knows. Well, then what are you freaking out about? Person added they work for the platform's toxicity and health department. Oh, good. Tell you what, Elon, your first move should be destroy that department entirely. Just wipe it out. 
<laughs> I'm sure you could save a lot of money instead of paying $100,000 plus salaries to people whose entire job is to police free speech on your platform. Save money, free the speech, get rid of these people one way or another. But again, the thing that we're dealing with is not anything real. The, the entire controversy here is simply the projected madness of insane people that we have to act like has some sort of justification or reality behind it. No, no, it doesn't. Just like if you see a, a homeless person yelling at your trash can, you don't have to go, what did that trash can do to him? What? This trash can is, uh, we have to get rid of the trash can. It's insulting that homeless. No, 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 he's an insane person. He's an insane person. He needs help. These people need help. And, you know, says from my sources, vocal Twitter employees on internal chats indicate their biggest fear is Donald Trump being unbanned. Yes, it's their fear we have to be dictated by. It is their fear which dictates our policies. It's their fear which decides what our country does and what our nation does and what our corporations do. All of their baseless fears are what dictate our current reality. And that's why everything is so screwed up and mad. These people are scared of nothing. They are scared of the boogeyman. It's like white supremacy. So I equate it to Sasquatch or, you know, the danger of Elon Musk. It's a boogeyman. And our entire civilization is being held hostage by a bunch of children that think the boogeyman is real and are furious that you're not protecting them from him. It's incredible. Many express strong hate, uh, uh, and, you know, continues, many express strong hatred towards Elon Musk and say they're sick of hearing about free speech. They're concerned about their mental health. Well, there we have something to agree on. I, too, am concerned about your mental health. You are all insane. You all need huge amounts of help. It's not a mental chemical imbalance. It is a spiritual bankruptcy that you are dealing with. And uh, if you're tired of hearing about free speech then I suggest you move to China you go jump in a lake somewhere with a large rock tied around your neck. That's my free speech, and I'm sorry that you had to hear that. I really am, but not really. It's free speech. I don't have to be sorry. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Typical leftist behavior. White flight is on. An African, one, one African-American owner and suddenly all the white people start to run away. It's, it's just sad. White guys like Sean King have already deleted their 
Twitter account at just as I predicted, but we can pull up the clips. There is already an alternative Twitter account that leftists are flocking to, or Twitter platform rather, called, uh, what is it called? Counter Social. Counter.social is where they're all fleeing to. So many, in fact, that the uh, entire site has crashed already once. Uh, this alternative site, Counter Social, created by a uh, <laughs> deep state operative named The Jester. <laughs> An unidentified computer vigilante who it just so happens to uh, work within the United States uh, military. So just just a big coincidence there. <laughs> former defense operative claimed it's a guy named the Jester. The Jester was a former military contractor involved in U.S. Special Operations Command. So yes, folks, the uh, the Twitterati are, are sick of. Being on a platform that's owned by a billionaire, they were very happy to be on Twitter when it was owned by Saudi Arabians and other billionaires. But now that it's owned by this billionaire, they want it. They're jumping ship and they're going directly to a website created and run by a member of the U.S. Forces Special Operations Center. So just straight to the deep state platform. Big coincidence. And, uh, of course, like I said, I, I, told you, I told you this was exactly what would happen. That's the thing. These people are sheep. You know why humans can hunt animals? Because animals always do the same thing. They have no creative impulse. They have no ability to be unpredictable. These people are so predictable, it's almost hilarious. And so it's it's not that hard to figure out. What are they going to do when Elon Musk buys Twitter? They're all going to jump to a different site. They all are just going to be told, here's the site you go to, and they all just go to it. Like when you have sheep and you open up the pen, they all just go in the pen. (laughs) They don't know why. They don't know what they're doing. They just do what what everybody else is doing. And so if you can sort of see the overview and, and recognize crowd dynamics and recognize that none of these people think for themselves, it's not that difficult to figure out what they're all going to do at exactly the same time. And uh, really, somebody should have just taken my suggestion, what I said, and, and made their own platform. One of them should have uh, – one of, one of the info warriors out there should have created one in a, in a fake Twitter account and said, I've created a, a new Twitter where we're going to have no hate speech ever. And then they all would have flocked there. But unfortunately, the uh, deep state operative fake hacker uh, got there first. So they're all going to to the platform run directly and solely by the deep state. Well done, folks. You total morons. But of course, they are freaking out. They are leaving and uh, they are launching the attacks already. FX and New York Times announced Elon Musk expose documentary. Right on the heels of news that Elon Musk is nearing a deal to buy Twitter, a television documentary about the polarizing businessman has been announced to premiere this May. Remember, nothing they do is about profit. Nothing they do is about serving people, doing what they want. It's all about using the media power that they have to destroy their enemies and consolidate their power. That is all they care about. TheVerge.com has retweeted this story from January, how to deactivate your Twitter account. Since there's just so many QAnon white supremacists on there, it's time for you to, to leave, to run away. And the way, that, the way they're talking about this and the things they're saying is really illuminating, really illustrative of what they really think about free speech and how they see their particular control over these platforms. Let's go now to clip number seven. Here's in, in, uh, MSNBC host Ari Melber 
suddenly worried about censorship and the silencing of political figures on Twitter impacting U.S. elections. Oh, he's very concerned, folks. Let's watch. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. Have you ever heard the leftist way of using Twitter explained more coherently and cohesively? Like, this is the funny thing. I I mean, it's not funny. This is the horrific thing. (laughs) This is the upsetting and infuriating thing. Is that for years, we have said that this is exactly what Twitter is doing. We've been, we've experienced this. We've experienced this in ship. You can, you can just delete one party's candidate. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, that's what can happen? Oh, I didn't know that. What if they're the sitting president of the United States? What if they're the, the elected, duly elected representative of the people, the president of the United States? What about them getting their account deleted? Like, they get it. They understand it perfectly. So just know, as we complain about this in perfectly cogent, understandable rhetoric, right? Here's how they do it. They delete this party's candidates. They silence them. As he says, they turn down the access that they have or the reach that they have in some way subtly influencing political power. And there's like, you conspiracy theorists, it's about hate speech. It's about censorship. And they just completely ignore you. But like they know in, in their minds, they understand perfectly that they're like, yes, that is what's happening. Yes, that is what we're doing, but it's good because it's us. We're doing it. So it's good. These people have no morals. These people have no ethics. These people have nothing they actually believe. It is all about raw power to them. And when they're using it, they cover it up with all of these weasel words, hate speech. Well, it's about safety. It's about having a safe platform and spreading misinformation. And his language is actually violence. But they know in their minds, they're just like, yeah, we are destroying you politically. We are using our power as a platform to turn down your access to your audience, to silence your candidates and your public figures and the powerful people on your side of the aisle they know exactly what they're doing these people deserve nothing but everything they get okay absolutely infuriating the way these people suddenly wake up to the power that twitter has as if they didn't know the entire time they are guilty of this right they're absolutely guilty of doing what they're now claiming that they're afraid elon musk might do they don't deserve to be kicked off of twitter they deserve to be silenced from speaking out ever again (laughs) okay that's what they deserve it really is these people are civilizational arsonists they are societal abusers rapists right they are just their entire existence is just there to destroy and manipulate and lie and deceive and control. And they have had a free reign for years. And now that that is even looking like it might just go away, they're flipping out about it. You have to understand that this is war. That's why I tweeted out yesterday, even though I don't have a Twitter, uh, 
you know, but it's like, oh, you need to free Alex Jones. You need to free uh, uh, Donald Trump. It's like, no, Elon, I don't care if you free anybody. Silence the opposition. Silence them. Delete all of their accounts. I think you should do it. I think you should absolutely do it. I'm sick of just like, well, you know, when they had Twitter, they used it unfairly to silence us. And now that we have it, we will give them their free speech because, you know, we understand the the truth about about what's going on. And we want everybody to have free speech. It's like, do you not understand that we are in a wrestling match with an alligator right now? Like you don't just you don't just well now that i've beaten the alligator well i'll let him go because you know he understands now that if i wanted i could it's just like and you've been swallowed by an alligator now you've been killed by that alligator they're only going to double down they're only going to go even harder now they're going to try to destroy elon musk financially uh reputationally and eventually physically i mean if you don't think right now the people at blackrock and vanguard and every other big tech platform aren't meeting at this very moment and frantically scheming as to how to destroy this man and regain their power, then you don't understand who these people are. You have them on the ropes. Finish them, Elon. Tell all of their Teslas to drive them to prison. (laughs) That's the way you should do it. I'm serious. Over the years, InfoWars has produced more than 200 amazing Patriot Americana, Second Amendment, pro-liberty-themed T-shirts, ball caps, flags, you name it. All of the apparel and the flags are being sold at cost right now. That's just regular plain Jane shirts. Uh, that is all sorts of designer uh, shirts that cost us $15, $20, $25 to produce. We used to sell for $40. We're selling them for $15, selling them for $20, whatever the shirt costs us. If a shirt costs $5, we're selling it for $5 for us to actually produce. If it costs $10, we're selling it for $10. And we've got hoodies, and we've got long sleeves, and we've got short sleeves. We've got them all, and we've got to liquidate them all, and they're limited edition because we're never going to make any of these designs again. We are going to come out with some new designs that will be limited, limited edition in the future. We've got to sell this to keep InfoWars on the air. Plus, it spreads the word. InfoWarsStore.com. Your historic apparel now. InfoWarsStore.com. Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Yeah, Alec, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? You know what, Alex? Hey, put him on pause again. Hey, Frank! Do you understand it's not bragging to say we are the tip of the spear, we're under attack, we need your help. As much begging as I do, we can barely pay the bills and grow in the face of this. I'm not going to just stop growth and let them start pushing us backwards. You understand? I need your help, Frank. I need your help, Frank. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and help fund the InfoWars. Do you understand? I need your help, Frank. Free Press needs your help, Frank. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Live view of the Twitter headquarters. Comes Officer Elon Musk. Delete, delete, shred the papers. 
Trump is there. Bring them all back. Brilliant edit by, uh, I think his name is Finwit on Twitter. This, uh, actually not so far from the truth, Disclose.tv reports, just in, Twitter's source code has been locked down to make it harder for employees to make unauthorized changes to the platform, Bloomberg reports. Twitter employees, these petulant little gnats, I'm gonna, before Elon has a chance to get in here, I'm gonna change the source code. Just like, lock it down, no, you're not gonna cause any vandalism here. You little insane dirtbags. Oh, man, it is fun to see the meltdowns happening. And it is, once again, fun to see these leftists reveal their feelings about control over the uh, ability for us to speak to each other. Jason Miller on Getter says, this is my whole point. Twitter employees are crazy. Their culture cannot be fixed. Twitter uh, Twitter fears sabotage by left-wing staff after Musk takeover. Developers are blocked from app after rebellious employees call deal dangerous for democracy and hysterical liberal media, social uh, social media personalities threaten to quit social media giant. Elon Musk's Twitter revolution staff claims new boss is dangerous. See, they're so scared. They're very scared. Yes, the boogeyman is very dangerous. And so we have to light ourselves on fire. No, they're just they're just insane, and we have to be subject to their false reality. Let's go now to uh, did we already is clip eight the same guy MSNBC on Musk? Oh, it's Rachel Maddow. Okay, let's see uh, Rachel Maddow what she had to say about uh, and her guests have to say about uh, Elon Musk here. I'm sure they have a very reasonable and um, you know, logical response to what's happening here. Here's a uh, Rachel Maddow show yesterday talking about this. Ben, one last question for you. In business terms, is there anything that we know about the terms of this deal that would restrict Elon Musk from any particular kinds of changes? Uh, Or once he owns it and it's his private entity, can he do literally anything he wants? Uh, We don't fully know that yet, but it is his private entity. Um, There are a lot of people at this company who are afraid. I've talked to people inside the company in the last few days, and they are afraid, uh, not just for their jobs, but for the product they built and you know the town square they, they built. They put a lot of work into this thing, and they are afraid of what's going to happen to a guy who has never done content moderation before taking over this platform. Ben Collins, uh, reporter covering disinformation, extremism, and the internet for NBC News, just an invaluable resource um, in our company. Ben, I'm grateful for you. Every single time you post anything or write anything for this company, your reporting is about to get even more important in days ahead. Thank you so much for being here tonight. (laughs) They're afraid. Yes, they're all very afraid. Uh, Well, what are they afraid of? The people speaking their minds. They're afraid. They're afraid for their platform. (laughs) They're afraid. Rachel, they're very afraid. Okay. And who cares? Go be afraid somewhere. Do you get why I why I say this so much? This is their own. This is their only argument is we're scared. Have you has there ever been a country in the history of the world that has operated this way? Where it's just like, well, we have a lot of real problems, but unfortunately, a bunch of insane people are scared of something that doesn't exist. So we're going to dedicate all of our time and all of our resources and all of our concern towards dealing with their own particular schizophrenic imaginings. They're very afraid. You have to understand how afraid they are. They're afraid. Have I told you they're afraid yet? Okay, so what? Uh, It's just no compassion for these people. There can be no 
even-handedness with these people. They're out for your blood. Treat these people like a rabid dog. Put them down. Metaphorically, obviously. Obviously, all of this is metaphor and jokes. Clearly, I don't mean any of this, except for the parts I do mean, which hopefully you can pick out the, uh, the subtleties there. Of course, it wasn't just MSNBC, CNN also just very scared. They're all very scared, folks, and this is the main story is how scared they are. And how we need to just stop having free speech because they're scared of free speech. We need to stop having guns. Do you know how scared guns make them? We need to stop, you know, having white people, white people scare them. Okay, so they're scared. They're afraid. So stop having a country. Stop having a race. Stop having a religion. They're scared of Christianity. So stop it. Stop obeying God. Stop having free speech. Stop stop speaking your mind because when it comes between – your basic human rights and their ability to be comfortable all the time, their comfort wins, okay? They need to just not be scared anymore, and it's your fault they're scared, so you have to go away now. That's their entire ideology. That's what they believe. That's what all of these policies have been put into place for, not because what people say is wrong. See, when they say misinformation, just understand it's information that scares them. That's what it really means, well, it's Russian disinformation. No, it's, it's information that's true that scares you, okay? And I understand that it's hard for you to deal with information that doesn't 100% comply with your fabricated false reality that you project on everything. But that's not our fault. It's your fault for being insane, okay? Stop being scared. Start just dealing with the world like adults. <laughs> but this is I'm just in, infantilization and madness, besets us on all sides and here's brian stelter humpty dumpty himself uh talking about what twitter's going to be like now that elon musk is in charge let's watch look who knows i i think that's a uh, that's a that's a an example of a broader question for twitter which is if you uh if you get invited to something where there are no rules where there is total freedom uh, for, for everybody do you actually want to go to that party or are you going to decide to stay home and that's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea that there's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. <laughs> Others might not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy, Matt? No, no, you're right. And what, what happens to the advertising? I mean, if there's no moderation, <laughs> little moderation to the advertising. That weird away, fat laugh he gives the, at the, the end. Business prospects for Twitter itself. All I right. think that's very much an. <laughs> Here's a real question Has Brian Stelter ever been to a party? Like, I would just love, I'd love to hear, you know, Brian Selder must have gone to school with people. He must have interacted with people that, that aren't on his payroll. Can one of them call in to us and tell us what it was like to invite Brian Stelter to a party in college? Hey, Brian, we're having this this party. Kegs, girls, it's a big get-together. There's a swimming pool. Who knows what's going to happen? Brian's like, cool, what are the rules? What? Yeah, like, what are the rules? What are the strictures that you are applying to the people at your party? What rules do you have in place to make sure I feel safe at your party? Well, you're not invited anymore, Brian. I'm sorry to tell you this. There's no party. We're not having a party anymore, so don't bother coming over. There's no party. Don't worry about it. <laughs> a party with no rules? Is that really a party you want to go to? <laughs> what is he talking about? Yes, that's the party you want to go to. That's the only type of party there is, Brian. Parties don't have rules. So what are you talking about? It's just insane. These people are scared of their own shadow. They're scared of their fellow Americans. They are literally scared of freedom.
and that's what's destroying this country. <laughs> if you find out there's a party with no rules, is that really a party you want to go to? It's the only type of party there is, Brian. What type of parties do you go to? What type of parties do you host? It's my it's my thirty second birthday party, guys, and here are the rules. <laughs> here are the rules, guys. No homophobia. And you know what's actually sad is this actually is a thing now. This actually is a thing. If you know any college kids, like you'll go to a party, it'll be like, "Welcome to the party. Here are the rules: no homophobia, no straight men, like you know whatever the the ridiculous rules are. They really do have rules. It must suck to be a young person these days. No, there are no rules, Brian. Welcome to the jungle, okay? Welcome to the real world. There are no rules, and the rules that there are." can and should be broken by anybody with the will to do it. These absolute clowns. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into some less fun uh, information here in just a little bit. <laughs> if, if it's a party with no rules, is that really one you want to go to? <laughs> then that laugh, he's just like, ah! <laughs> I'm Brian Stutter. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Does this make any sense? Just read the teleprompter, Brian. Leave the teleprompter. Leave the thinking to the people behind the scenes. That's not your strong suit. Uh, Folks, welcome to the party. If you want to have a party where there's no rules, if you want there to be a free-for-all of ideas and speech and the, the exciting, invigorating contest of liberty, then I hope you support InfoWars. I hope you support a world where... People are free to be themselves. People are free to say things, even if it makes Brian Stelter scared, even if it makes the Twitter employees frightened. Yes, they're very scared. The people who think that men can have babies, that men can get pregnant and give birth, are very scared that there might be misinformation on Twitter now. It's an absolute joke. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We'll we'll get into some less fun information here in this hour. We'll be taking your phone calls as well. I don't know what you think Elon Musk should do now that he owns Twitter.
Yeah, what should he do? Should he should he ban the leftists? Should he just reinstate other people's accounts? What do you think the uh, What do you think the What's Happening tab is going to look like on Twitter now? So right now, it looks like this: hashtag Leaving Twitter. Uh, Disney asked to cut LGBTQ scene in Doctor Strange. By Saudi Arabia, ivermectin does not reduce risk of COVID nineteen hospitalization. Clinical study shows. So the the propaganda is still coming hot and heavy in the uh, what's happening tab. Maybe that'll be the first thing that he fixes. You know, this type of battle has been going on for decades. You get that right. That by the early two thousands, there was something called Google bombing, where I think Opie and Anthony. I'm not sure if they were the first ones to do it, but they would always do it back in the day where they'd get all of their followers, their, all of their listeners to go Google the same thing. So whenever anybody went to Google, that would be the first thing that popped up because it was a strictly algorithmically pure uh, list of things that it would suggest, right? It would just go, look, this is the thing most being searched right now. So this goes to the top of the list. It was just pure, right? So if you could get a million people to go search the same thing, that would go up to the top of the list. And they, they change that, right? right? They wipe that out. Now, if you try to search something that they don't like, and their algorithms really are impressive. Like, they really are amazing how good they are at stopping you from finding things out almost before it even happens, right? So, like, if you go and try to search, like, you know, Hillary Clinton death list or something, you type Hillary Clinton, it's like autofilling for you, and you type D, and suddenly all the autofill goes away. And like it knows what you're going to search and it's not going to suggest it to you. It's not going to offer that to you, even though it's aware of what you're trying to search. Somehow they do it. It's like before it even becomes a a trend or anything of the sort. So uh, I'll give out the phone number in the in the next segment here. But I do again want to talk about the real attacks against free speech, the actual thing destroying our democracy in real time, the thing that everybody should be talking about. And I just wish I so wish we had the level of control over the right wing that the left wing has control over their people because there are some things that are just like so big and so important and if we were you know BlackRock or vanguard it would just be on all of the platforms 100 percent of the time and everybody would be talking about it that's not what happens unfortunately i guess it's a you know fact of of free speech you can't actually tell people what to what to be concerned about but the fact that there is so little talk about what's happening to Marjorie Taylor Greene right now is just like I guess we just deserve what's what's coming to us because right now a sitting congresswoman is being interrogated in a courtroom because she invoked 1776. This is horrifying. This is the absolute destruction of our democracy, and if we cared about that, we would all be focusing on this. But people just go, yeah, well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I guess we'll see how it comes out. I guess we'll see how it turns out. Oh, and, and maybe they'll stop. Maybe if it doesn't work with Marjorie Taylor Greene, they'll just go, ah, well, we'll do something else this time. If it works with Marjorie Taylor Greene, they go, we got her. We'll never do this to another person again. No, they are setting up their new modus operandi. They are setting up their method by which they will eliminate any political opponent. To them. They're doing it right now. They're setting the president as we speak. They are working out the legal kinks and figuring out the legal you know, magical spells they need to say, the words they need to say, and the order they need to say them in order to eliminate their political opposition before ever even getting to a ballot box. This is the destruction of the democracy. This is the destruction of the United States and the republic 
as a whole. We'll show you at least a few people who are aware of this at the time. And if we cared about actual free speech and the actual running of our country, this would be the thing that everybody on Twitter is talking about, not Elon Musk buying Twitter. Really not that important in the larger scheme. You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Free speech is still under attack. It is not saved. It really does feel like the election of 2016. Not quite that same level, sort of that same energy. In other words, 2016 was the last time we had a big victory. That's basically what this means, is 2016 was the last time that people on the right went, oh, we, we, we haven't been utterly destroyed by the combined power of the media and the establishment. Oh, the, they have failed in their ability to completely and utterly obliterate us. Doesn't this feel nice? Look back at 2016 and think about how we felt that election night, the victory of Donald Trump all of the hope, all of the possibility laid out before us and realize just how little of that actually came to fruition and how when you get a victory like this, it is just a beachhead. It is just a start. It is just the first pushback of the onslaught. Now is the time to capitalize on this, double down on this, but also look at the left, think about what you understand about the left and game plan how they're going to react to it, how they're going to push back, and what they're going to do next. They're all jumping to a fully deep state-operated and owned organization called Counter Social, just like we told you they were going to do. That's what they're going to do. And they're also going to, of course, launch a multi-front attack on Elon Musk. Expect there to be investigations into Elon Musk and his business practices by corrupt attorney generals in various states or even the federal government expect the federal government itself to start getting involved in censorship in an oversight role in complete flagrant disregard and blasphemy against the constitution of the united states and you can expect the media to go full bore on elon musk's reputation and attempt to destroy him the banks certainly are going to be activating their esg score algorithms to try to diminish the returns of his companies. They're going to go full-on attack against this guy for daring to stand up against them. Or he's a part of their little club, and it's all for show. It's one of those. But, of course, when we talk about ESG, we use Tesla as an example of just how improper and incoherent the ESG score really is because – Tesla, you know, if you believe the global warming myth, if you believe the myth of carbon causing global warming, then you probably believe that Tesla is the number one company doing the most to prevent emissions, doing the most, you know, in favor of your agenda. And so you would think they would have a high ESG score since they're the ones creating the electric cars that everybody tells tells us is the solution to the problem. But they have a very low ESG score because they don't, symbolize their 
uh, you know, climate activities, right? So GE or, you know, some other company that is the source of just massive amounts of carbon, they'll have Greta Thunberg come and give a speech. That gives them a boost on their ESG score. It's about what you do performatively, what you do, you know, symbolically to show that you are a adherent to their religion, to show that you are subject to their dictates. That's what gets you a high ESG score, not the fact that what you're doing is actually helpful. It's all about control at the end of the day. It has nothing to do with misinformation, disinformation, saving the earth. These are all just very convenient tricks played on the American people, and that's, that's the point at the end of the day. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. Give us a call here at American Journal, 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at American Journal. Tell us what you think about Elon Musk's takeover. But again, the Elon Musk takeover is not the real threat to free speech. Twitter itself, you know, being a privately owned company controlled by Vanguard and BlackRock, the people that own literally everything, that is a major threat to free speech. But also the federal government getting involved is a threat to free speech. But the real big threat to free speech is what's happening to Alex Jones right now. People don't don't really seem to care about the same way they didn't really seem to care when he was kicked off of all of those platforms back in 2018. They thought, well, it's Alex Jones. It'll happen to him and then it'll stop. Yeah, maybe the maybe the voracious, insatiable beast will just get full after he eats this big, delicious meal. No, he eats one meal and they move on to the next one. So what's happening to Alex Jones right now? And of course, what's happening to Marjorie Taylor Greene right now? Here is Liz Harrington yesterday on OAN talking about the show trial that Marjorie Taylor Greene is being put through. And she I think she puts it extremely well. Here she is. What do you think about where Marjorie Taylor Greene is right now? Do you think she'll be able to survive this lawsuit? I think she will. She's incredibly strong. She has uh, really a lot of popular support. Um, But it is scary. It is amazing that we've come to this. I mean, you have these phony, corrupt lawyers that are saying it you shouldn't be allowed to run uh, in your district because you invoked 1776. I mean, this is unbelievable. And they're trying it everywhere. Luckily, you didn't have these corrupt judges that allowed these cases to go forward and they stopped them before they did in the other cases that you mentioned. But these radical leftists aren't going to stop. I mean, they it's a, it's a neat trick. You, you rig the election, and then if you happen to notice, you make it illegal for them to run for office. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous and appalling. It is so anti-American, and it's unconstitutional. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene should not even have to suffer through this. I watched it. I think she did an amazing job. She's getting the same type of attacks that President Trump has to deal with on a daily basis because she's effective and that's who they go after but the people are on our side yeah i think she put it very well there this is horrifying this is terrifying not just like i'm scared i'm scared that marjorie taylor green is is getting hurt no i'm i'm very worried that the people being empowered right now are using legal tricks to disqualify their political opponents on completely spurious grounds. And of course, she says it very well. It's a neat trick. 
you rig an election, and then if you happen to notice, you make it illegal for them to run for office. And that's exactly what they did. And of course, I'd love to show you the tweet that I put out in August of 2020 that predicted this exact thing happening, because this was the plan from the very beginning, and we were screaming it from the rooftops here at InfoWars. Remember, you had people like Tim Pool watching the election progress happening and seeing what the Democrats are doing, and it made no sense. And he was going, it's almost like the Democrats are trying to lose. We tried to explain at the time they are trying to lose. They are purposefully doing this where it's going to be absurdly obvious that they cheat. And this is, this is what you have to understand about these schemers, about these conspiracies. As outrageous as this seems, this is how these people operate. They go, we're going to cheat in this election, but it's fine because we have control of the deep state who would be the ones to investigate. We have control of the media who would be the ones to expose this stuff. We have control of the electoral you know, counting offices. Like they, they have all these people in cooperation. They all – they project – you know what they're going to do so everybody makes sure they're all on the same page right when they have these things like well the blue wave will come later it'll happen a week later because of the mail-in ballot so they they establish this narrative that everybody can go along with on their side because they know we can cheat we can get away with cheating and we can cheat so blatantly and egregiously that everybody on the right sees that we're cheating and when we don't acknowledge it and when we don't investigate it and when nobody's held to account for it and we call them crazy for seeing that the thing that's going to make them really mad and they're going to want to push back and they're going to want to expose what's happening. And so all we need to do is set it up to where when they push back, we call them domestic terrorists. And then we say that believing the election was fake is the threat of violence. Because if you believe the thing that the people doing the violence believe, then you're the person doing the violence. It's very simple sort of algebraic equation that they did. And that's how they carried this off. And so now we're seeing the outcome of this with Marjorie Taylor Greene since she questioned the 2020 election and since she invoked the year of our founding, 1776, she is now a danger and an insurrectionist and she's attempted to be removed from the ballot. So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force, it is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy and the essential B vitamins plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick-release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. The answer to 1984 is 1776. InfoWars has been banned. Arrested. 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 Attacked and threatened. Because we are effective. Great Awakening is here. Go to band.video, download the videos, and share. 
Support the information war at InfoWarStore.com. And never give up the fight. The fight. InfoWars.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Your phone calls momentarily. Just to finish off talking about the. Uh, oh, you know what? Before I do that, I, I forgot to finish up with this. Um, you know, the biggest threat to American democracy as it stands. You have, of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene pointing out that the 2020 election was stolen, and this apparently makes her a Confederate uh, general that is ineligible for service in. Uh, the American Congress, that's the outrageous claim that's been allowed by a judge to, to move forward. But now there's more evidence, the fact that it literally was stolen and the Democrats bragged about it and were proud of it and will do it again. Leaders of Zuckerberg's <clears throat> nonpartisan election fund have been ID'd, and they are Obama's campaign manager and Clinton's chief strategist. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan, who, by the way, I don't know if you remember this, offered to let Xi Jinping name their child. Remember this? They're having their first baby, and they were at a dinner with Xi Jinping, and they asked the Chinese communist dictator for life, will you please do us the honor of naming our firstborn son? And even Xi Jinping was freaked out by that. A guy who is president for life of the most populous country in the world where questioning him is a punishable offense, even he was sort of freaked out by Mark Zuckerberg and his wife's devotion to him. Yeah, that's who is controlling our elections now. Meta uh, CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan spent more than $300 million on the 2020 election. The couple said the money was intended to support a nonpartisan effort to expand voting access, but a simple, lo- simple look at their staff calls this claim into question. In the bombshell documentary, Citizen uh, called Rigged, Citizen United President J- uh, David Bossy revealed a shocking member of the leadership team for the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. His name is David Plouffe, and he is best known for serving as campaign manager for Democrat Barack Obama during the, 28, uh, during the 2008 presidential cycle. If that was not enough, Plouffe also wrote the book called A Citizen's Guide to Beating Donald Trump. Since the initiative was supposed to be nonpartisan, the fact that a member of its leadership team was developing a strategy to take down one of the presidential candidates certainly raises some red flags. In addition, Bossy said that Chan and Zuckerberg wanted to use Plouffe specifically for his strategic mind. The website listed him as a strategist in residence. So, yes, they bragged about it. They wrote whole articles about how they stole the election. But if you question it, then you may very well be targeted by a well-funded team of lawyers to silence you entirely and prevent you from even getting on the ballot in certain states. It is a full-on attack against the First Amendment and our ability to have a representative democracy, a representative republic, and should be the focus of all of our attention until the people that brought this case themselves are prevented from ever doing it again, perhaps because they're in prison for their treasonous and seditious activity as they attempt to manipulate and undermine American democracy quite openly. 
you don't even have to prove anything. They're doing it. They're bragging about it. All we need is somebody in power who actually cares about the law, cares about the Constitution, and will put these people where they belong. Let's go now to the phone calls. America Floats in Michigan says that Twitter will be sued for data manipulation. Why do you think this, America Floats? I'm, I'm definitely curious if they could. You know, I've thought, you know, I thought Twitter was obviously manipulating data. I thought that Twitter was obviously censoring and shadow banning accounts and particularly conservative and effective accounts. So now with them having frozen their moderators out of their ability to lock those accounts down, to shut down free speech, I wonder if that by itself is a preservation of records. Yeah, I, I think it, it might be, and that would be probably the best thing that Elon Musk could do was get his own people in there to you know, figure out what exactly is going on and release some of that information to the wider world and perhaps, yeah, bring, bring charges against the people who are using their power at Twitter to illegally you know, ban their political opposition. I mean, just what happened with New York Post alone and the Hunter Biden story, that was an egregious attempt to manipulate the election and should be punishable by law. I think that's uh, very well could be what's happening. Thanks so much for the call, America Floats. Let's go now to Alex in Florida, who has a question of uh, what Elon running Twitter means. Uh, what's your question, Alex? So my question is, is uh, a couple of weeks ago, and hi, Harrison, by the way, you're hi. awesome. You're a rock star. Oh, thank you. Um, I was watching the Monopoly, Who uh, Rules the World documentary on your show, and they were talking about how Vanguard and BlackRock are the two biggest stakeholders. Now, my question is, is with the whole Elon Musk thing, does that mean that they're now removed from that influence or are they still heavily influencing Twitter? Well, they they will never be fully removed since they quite literally own everything. I mean, that's what the that Monopoly, uh, Monopoly documentary showed, right? So I, I don't know exactly, you know, I guess they won't have direct control over Twitter like at the administration level, but they are not powerless in controlling the way things work. And, you know, one of the things that they'll do, I mean, Patreon, when they first started banning people from Patreon, they came out and announced it was MasterCard that was making them do it, right? These banks can literally go, we're going to pull your funding. We're going to freeze your accounts. We're going to not allow you to make any money anymore unless you do the things that we want, do the censorship that we want. And so, you know, that's what they'll be, uh, that, that's the power that they still have, and that's not going to go away until we you know, identify and, and remove these people from their position at the top of a uh, multinational $10 trillion company that uh, pulls the string in governments around the world. Uh, just like the World Economic Forum, they're not powerless now because Twitter is uh, not firmly in their hands. They still have much of the power that they had in the beginning. But uh, I, in terms of the actual power they, they wield over Twitter or not, it's sort of impossible to say – uh, so I'm sorry if that's not a, a great answer, but just know they're still in power. They still have all the money, so they still have you know all of the influence that they ever did. With that, we go to Bo in Arizona who has a, a similar – a question sort of in the similar line, and that is uh, mechanisms, outside mechanisms that can be used to control Twitter, other powers that can be wielded against Twitter free speech. Thanks for calling in, Bo. You're on the air. Bo in Arizona? Guys? Sorry, one second, Bo. I'm having a little bit of trouble. Okay. All right, Bo, are you there? Yeah, you got me? I got you now. What's your question or your statement? Awesome. Well, I just want to say the funniest thing Elon Musk could do would be hysterical is just pick one person and kick that overinflated cupcake, Brian Stelter. That would be <laughs> hysterical. But um, he should. I think what's, 
<laughs> I think what's going to happen is they're just going to kick Twitter off of the Google platform and the Apple platform, or it's, it's, you're not going to be able to get it. The same thing they've done to other companies. Right. Same thing they did to Parler. Same thing they did to Infowars. Yep. Yeah. So, right. That's the thing. Elon Musk owns Twitter. But he doesn't own Apple. He doesn't own Google. He doesn't own the banks. They are still going to tell Twitter, look, you have to comply to our rules or you'll be removed. So, yes, the the top of the pyramid is still in control. And I think you're exactly right. And I, that's why I thought it went along with um, what the caller, what Alex said previously, because yeah, these banks are not powerless anymore. They'll they'll come out and they'll go well. You know, now that Elon Musk has bought Twitter, the ESG score is going down. So all of the massive assets that we control, the retirement funds of people around the country that we use to invest and make money for ourselves, we'll no longer give it to Twitter until it you know corrects some of these problems. And the Google and Apple Play Store have specific restrictions that you have to apply, or you'll be removed from the Play Store. That's why you know things like getter and truth social and uh, all these others they claim to be free speech but they still have to comport to the twitter and uh, google or apple and google censorship it's about 25 years ago that i wanted to expand infowars i've been on the air a couple of years but i only had money to finance my own simple little local radio show and i wanted to hire camera people i wanted to make films i wanted to really challenge the globalist and it was a t-shirt i designed the first one mass murderers agree gun control works that helped us finance hiring the first few members of my crew. That's our oldest design, and we still sell it. We have that design over a 100 others that will now all be limited editions because whatever stock we've got in, that's it. We're selling everything out to fund the operation, to get rid of inventory. We'll still have some T-shirts in the future. They'll just be limited editions and short runs. So if you want to get any of these historic shirts, this is your last chance. I almost forgot. We're selling them all at cost at InfoWarsStore.com. Every ball cap, every flag, every hoodie, every long sleeve, every T-shirt, regular shirts, designer shirts, they're all selling at cost. Infowarsstore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, going to your phone calls in this segment. Next hour, I will be joined by Brant Hathaway and Leslie Manukin, Manukian of Health Freedom Defense Fund. They'll be talking about the actions they're taking to undo some of the unlawful mandates of COVID. I will also be uh, talking about a lot of other news that we need to get to. Oh my gosh, okay. Uh, uh, let me just read some headlines first, and then we'll go out to your phone calls, because i got some videos I need to show you in the next segment. So uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I want to take more phone calls, but I feel like I would be in dereliction of duty if I didn't tell you about at least some of these headlines so you can go do further research for yourself. First, the January 6th committee leaks 2,319 text messages between Mark Meadows uh, Mark Meadows sent between Election Day and Inauguration Day to CNN, in case you were wondering just how deeply the cooperation between the deep state and the media companies are. Just know that even uh, you as a private citizen, I mean, you think Mark Meadows would have more protection, but yes, they will 
subpoena your private communications and leak those to the media in a one-two punch to destroy you. Meanwhile, you have this. University will only give tenure positions to, quote, women, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit people because apparently that is not a blatant violation of, uh, you know, anti-bias acts. This is the University of Waterloo in Canada. You will only be able to get tenure if you are not a man, basically, is what they're saying. Either not a man or an insane man. <laughs> a person who's a man but thinks they're a woman, then you can get tenure. Of course, this is in line with the rest of the universities, as more than half of U.S. universities have anti-bias speech codes. In other words, codes that determine who you are allowed to criticize, what you're allowed to say. That's just another little data point in the degradation of our university system. Rhode Island Democrats seek to double the state income tax for parents of unvaccinated minors. That's right. Rhode Island Democrats have introduced a bill that would double the state income tax for residents who have unvaccinated children. Don't even need to expand on that. Michael Tracy reports UK Armed Forces Minister just told the BBC that it's entirely legitimate for US, UK and EU weapons to be used to launch attacks inside the Russian territory, one of which appears to have occurred yesterday. Remember when these weapon shipments were for strictly defensive purposes. So just reminding me so much of the outbreak of World War II. Here we are in the outbreak of World War III where a minor uh, conflict between two faraway countries that could be settled at the diplomatic table long before it becomes war. And now that it is war, a war that could be minor and temporary and contained is rapidly spiraling out of control as NATO directly attacks Russia and gets us all involved in the conflict in their desperation to save this Zelensky guy. You also have this from the Daily Mail. Alarming outbreak of children's hepatitis may have been brought on by COVID lockdown, weakening immunity. Health chiefs say as two more children need liver transplants in the UK and dozens are sick. We already covered this story earlier this week and pointed out that it was obviously and undeniably the result of the vaccine in addition to the lockdown. I mean, the lockdown certainly didn't help the immune system, but it's likely the uh, injections that really cause the collapse of the immune system that allows the heretofore minor adenoviruses, which typically just seem like colds and then uh, are de- dealt with by the immune system, are now wrecking havoc on the livers of children because they have no immune system because it's been actively destroyed by the policies of the COVID lockdowners. This also at the Hill officials, nearly 200 cases of mystery liver disease. Oh, it's a mystery. All right. Gosh, we just can't figure out what it is. Just go watch the uh, segment I did on this earlier to hear me explain exactly how this is obviously the consequence of the uh, vaccine. Then you have this Japanese encephalitis detected in 30 New South Wales piggeries, pork supply set to plunge. So on top of it all, yet another confounding aspect driving us towards worldwide global famine. It's a plan. It's on purpose. They're doing this as part of a scheme. Recognize it, combat it, prepare yourself and know that these people are not going to get away with it. With that, we got to the phone calls. We've got Aiden in Nevada. Says these damn liberals. I agree, Aiden. Thanks for calling in. You are on the air. These damn liberals will never believe us. Every move we make, they make the exact opposite move. What if we have to explain the the, the global famine systematically being pulled right now? 
What if we have to? They will never believe us ever. They will starve before they believe us. Yeah, it's over. Yes, that's the thing. I mean, I love free speech. I'm a. I am a. In many ways, a free speech absolutist. I don't think that's a real thing because obviously there's there's things that you can't post or or publish. Things that are illegal. Things like you know abuse that you can't you know talk about. So no one's a free speech absolutist. Absolutist, right? You can't call child pornography. That's not that doesn't fall in line. But other than that, right? Opinions, uh, perspectives. I want everybody to be able to express themselves. But I don't really care anymore. I, I don't know. How do you feel, Aiden? I mean. I, I hate to like betray my values like this because I am a free, you know, I do love free speech and I want everybody to be treated the way I want to be treated. Right? I want to treat other people the way I want to be treated. I want to live by Jesus Christ's golden rule. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if we ban somebody, they're like, I thought you believed in free speech. It's like, well, I did. I did believe in free speech. You people have ruined it for us. So we can't have it anymore. You, we had a good thing going until you people got involved, and now we can't have it anymore. This is why we can't have nice things. I don't know. How do you feel about that, uh, Aiden? Yeah. Um, it's just ridiculous. I just don't even want to argue with these people anymore because it leads to nothing. Like, I'll just do me, and please don't attack me, I guess. It's ridiculous that these people don't want to be – uh, quote, owned by a billionaire, but all their ideas are directly funded by Soros and Vanguard and BlackRock. And if you had to even try to explain it, they would they would have no idea. Just yeah. No, no clue. You know? Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. I, I feel you 110 percent, Aiden. Thank you so much for the call. I want to go to Christopher yeah. in uh, New Mexico because he has some ideas about uh, free speech. Thanks for calling in, Christopher. You're on the air. You will be in just a moment. Now you're on the air. Thanks for calling in, Christopher. Hey, what's up, Harrison? How are you? First time caller here. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. I've been uh, following you for a while, and you're, you're probably my favorite person over there at InfoWars. Oh, thank you very much. I, like stuff. I appreciate but, that. Um, I have a campaign going. It's called the Myar Campaign, and it solely focuses on child trafficking. So uh, getting to the free speech, before they knock you all the way out, they want you to censor yourself first. So you'll go through an appeal process. I got suspended from Twitter about a year ago. They kept asking me, well, just take your post down and we'll go ahead and give you your Twitter account back. So that's the first step is they want you to self-destruct yourself. Right. 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 They, they, right. They want, they want you to contribute to your enslavement, right? It's, uh, you know, they, they aren't going to put a chain around your neck and drag you to where they want you to go, but they are going to put forces in place to make you do it yourself. It, it's, it's incredibly, uh, uh, Evil, nefarious. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's so wild, and then so you're subconsciously brainwashing yourself to be weaker. Right. So that's why when it comes to free speech, on the last call you were talking about, there is certain areas where there's not free speech, where like you said, like child pornography stuff like that. But there's also a realm with we the people that is called common sense. We we free speech the common sense realm. Yeah. So, we're into that. What I said on Twitter to get banned almost a year ago, this the only thing I said was Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong, and they suspended me for that. And we went back and forth for three months appealing, and I never gave up. Finally, they just suspended the account all the way because I kept appealing. But they finally suspended the account. I'm in IT, right? And I'm almost graduated with a bachelor's degree in cybersecurity because I'm a white hat. So the first question I ask myself now when I go to any platform is, where are the servers located? Because
because that makes a big difference on whether or not they have to pertain to our United States law. Right. No, it's, it's a great point. It's another uh, point on why we need nationalism, why we need you know, the United States government to serve the people, even when the people opposing them are American corporations. That's why they need to be in America and subject to American law, not some tyrannical law from overseas. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male path. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. We have over 100 designs of t-shirts that just sit there in our warehouse. We need to sell those shirts to fund the operation. But we'd already made some orders on future shirts coming in. But these are all limited editions. So once these new shirts come in, we're going to sell those, and that's it. We'll have limited editions one at a time in the future. And when they're gone, they're gone. Well, here's the new limited edition shirt. This one is $24.95, really nice fabric. Alex Jones was right on the front with a big red lightning bolt on the back, Infowars.com. You talk about triggering. You talk about spreading the word. We talk about waking people up. Alex Jones was right. Fundraiser shirt. We need the funds to operate. Infowarsstore.com. Alex Jones was right. It's a gorgeous shirt. We're really proud of it. Get a piece of history now at Infowarsstore.com or by calling toll-free 888 Again, be part of history. Support free speech. Be a maverick. Be a rebel. You can't do that in a better way than wearing an Alex Jones was right shirt with Infowars.com. Big on the back. Available now for a limited time. Infowarsstore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, uh, we'll go out to your phone calls here in just a moment before we welcome Brent Hathaway and Leslie Manukian in the third hour. But I got two videos I want to show you, and I'm struggling to figure out in what order I want them to be played. We'll start with clip number two here. Start with clip number two as we investigate an exciting new advancement in technology. Yes, folks, it's not enough anymore to simply manipulate you through the information that you have access to through your hormonal receptions such as dopamine or adrenaline by invoking fear or giving you the you know, pleasure of receiving a like on your post. No longer is it this you know, pseudo-direct control of the mind being uh, exploited they've gone a step beyond now direct control over minds using remote controls it's really an astonishing thing let's go now to this exciting scientific advancement that uh, scientists are now making (laughs) so amazing that you just press a button and the beetle starts walking Mm -hmm. It's, I, I don't know, it seems almost unreal uh, that, you can, that you can kind of achieve this in a, in a living 
creature. If I press one more time, uh -huh. 0.5 Hz, so it's faster. Then... That's, <laughs> this is really amazing. One Hz. If I want to change to galloping, I press this button, so it will change to galloping. So, yes, it's galloping. And this is when it runs faster, basically? Yeah, it's, it, the step frequency is 1 hertz. Uh-huh. Now it's 2 hertz. Wow. So for our radio listeners, yes, there is a beetle strapped to a table with wires going into it, and they are controlling it like a remote control. Uh, and do you think, is robot. he struggling to kind of stop these stimulation signals? Uh, yes, I think so. But still, it opens. Yeah? yeah and this just keeps on working like this? It uh, yes. It doesn't get used to it or something? It doesn't... No, no, no. I stimulate even like for more than half an hour, so it's still like this. We stimulate more than seven days, more than one week. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And it keeps working. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're putting you in electrical signals in, in, into the beetle now, mm -hmm. but is it using up its Couple own... nerds stimulating uh, a beetle. Yeah, energy source, basically? <laughs> is it using the food that it eats to drive the muscles, or yes. are the muscles driven by the electricity? Uh, yes, the food. So you have to feed it yeah. to be able to yes, keep on doing yes, this. Yes, yes. Looking at this thing, it's... All right, so it's Let's go quickly to uh, clip three here. It's titled, Enslave the Beatles to Save the World Peacefully. You see this uh, in an even more advanced mode. This is a very impressive room. We like a beetle to fly as long as possible. Then we use this smooth paper, and we release the beetle and the flying beetle even crash on the walls. Still, the beetle go back to the uh, arena to uh -huh. fly. Yeah. And we make the air gap between the paper and the actual wall. Because the beetle crashed on the wall, then the, the beetle and those, uh, our device does not be uh, damaged. Should I imagine it that you do This beetle a has a little remote control a engine on it. A Wii they remote. use a Wii remote <laughs> to control the way that it flies. All right, all I gotta do is blow on its back to make its wings go, and then I can control it with this controller by pressing a button and moving it to the side. <laughs> Elon Musk can do this to liberals yeah, yeah. using okay. Twitter. Yeah, direct. They have direct remote control access to the bug's uh, nervous system. Hey, it worked. It went right. Can I and try they again? They can actually control which way it flies. So there you have a brain implant on a bug that is controlling against its will. The guy says, like, yeah, the, the bug's trying to fight it, but we control its brains. And it's not. As he said, using the electricity that they're pumping into it to move it, it's the natural processes of the beetle. It's just the nervous system that's been hijacked by this implant. If you don't think this is coming, you know, well, it's a beetle. Sure, they'll do it to beetles. Yeah, yeah, because beetles are so different, right? It's not like we have the same uh, neurological impulses that can be controlled like this. If you don't think this is where they're going, and this is where InfoWars is tomorrow's news today, there's a lot of people now talking about chip implants to pay for things and palm scanning like we told you about that years ago here's what we're telling you is coming next direct brain control implants mandated just like the masks just like everything else that they did through covid it will be an existential crisis that people are able to think the things that they think without oversight of the the overlords and uh, that's a problem for them so they'll soon have direct access subdermal brain access to your physical functions you don't think that's coming well here's klaus schwab bragging about it let's watch but 
Can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains, and um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, I can, and we measure your, your brain waves, and I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Uh, is it imaginable? Um, I, I think that is imaginable. I think um, I, I think you know you can imagine that. You can imagine well, you're going to be sort of transplanted into you know the the internet, so to speak, to live forever in a digital realm. Uh, you know, you can imagine that you know you just in your biological incarnation are going to live to be some you know very long age. Uh, so that was Klaus Schwab talking with Google owner or Google founder Sergey Brin at the World Economic Forum about how you will have brain implants very soon, and they are trying to live forever, just like InfoWars has told you the entire time. Just know where this is going. Know that even now, as this is being implemented, even the far-right dissident you know, people still see this as some sort of fantasy conspiracy theory that's not worth paying attention to. And they'll think that right up until the order comes down that mandates they get an implant in their brain for safety and climate change. That's going to happen, folks. You don't think it will. Then uh, just imagine five years ago if I told you they were going to lock down the entire United States for two years over the flu. You wouldn't have believed that either. But, of course, that's what they're going to do. And, of course, InfoWars has told you the entire time. Support us in this mission to prevent the hellish dystopia that people, as we speak, are attempting to put into place. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Take advantage of our incredible sales. Support us in our fight to survive against the onslaught that we're facing and against the onslaught that is being directed now at humanity as a whole. And, folks, it's back. Survival Shield X2. You can take your cellular function to the next level for 25% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com, one of our most best-selling products of all time. Survival Shield X2 is now back in stock and on sale. Let's go quickly to, I'm going to go to uh, Bone Crusher in FEMA Region 9. Thank you for calling in, Bone Crusher. You are on the air. Hey, how's it going, Harrison? I'm actually up in FEMA 10, but no big deal. Oh, sorry. Um, it says 10 on the screen. It does say 10 on the um, screen. I misread it. So I wanted to uh, touch, uh, you're talking about them taking like control of your body and stuff, and people think that can't happen. Well, think of like when you have a muscle spasm. That's an involuntary movement of your muscle. That's literally what's going to happen. You can't control that, and they can literally do that to you. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, it's, yeah. It's, it's not a fantasy at all anymore. They have the technology. No. It's just a matter of – so this way, yeah, you're right. This is what you need to understand. There were certain things that precluded them from having control over human beings like this. One thing was technology. It didn't exist before at this level. It existed a certain way. We've talked about the bowl experiment and Aldous Huxley back in the 60s. They, they already had this at, you know, at a, at a very uh, primordial level. Now they have the technology. The only thing stopping them now is the resistance to it that humans have. So that's their next target. They'll break down that resistance. They already have the technology. They will implement it. Uh, thanks so much for the call, Bone, Bone Crusher. We have about a minute left, and I want to go to Dawn in South Carolina. Uh, she has a comment about Greg Gutfield last night. Thanks for calling in, Dawn. You were on the air. I didn't watch you last night. What was Greg Gutfield's episode like? Oh, well, just listen to your show yesterday morning. Are you still- it's literally... Literally verbatim the most 
plagiarism I've ever heard in my whole life. What? It is exactly word for word. I thought I was listening to you on repeat. Uh, Gutfield, stealing my material, was he? Do you, do you remember what topics he was talking about? It or? was, uh, it started with, the, I think it was talking about them stealing the kids and going after the I can't remember. I, you know, it was one of those times where I thought I was listening to the show on repeat. I was like, well, why am I, wait a minute, because I always have to listen to Fox. I listen to my controlled opposition. And there it was. I'm like, why have I heard this before? And I thought, oh, my God, this is your show. Exactly. Well, that is hilarious. I'm going to have to check it out last night. Greg Gutfield stealing my material from American Journal. You know, Greg Gutfield's got, he's got team, he's got rooms full of writers. He's got, you know, millions of dollars backing him up. You know what I got? Nothing. I got no teleprompter, no no writers in the back room, just me speaking my mind. So I'm honored. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, what is it? It's the highest form of flattery, Greg, Greg Gutfield. Thank you for your uh, compliment us here at InfoWars. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWarsStore.com is offering the biggest sales in its over 20-year history. And that is because the economy is breaking down, inflation is exploding, the supply chains have broken down, and InfoWars is having serious trouble making its payroll and paying for operations. And I do not want to implode or downsize in the face of the globalists making their main move. InfoWars, it's paradoxical, is more popular than ever. It is reaching more people than ever, despite the censorship. But because of cost increasing and having to run our own infrastructure and pay for our own bandwidth and everything else, we are running out of money. So listen, up to 75% off at InfoWarsStore.com on things like amazing Patriot t-shirts that help spread the word and fund the operation, on supplements, on books, on films. Everything is 25 to 75% off right now. The biggest sale in our history at InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you for your support.